Come on in to episode five of the Radio Raver podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Drescher, and for this episode, we sit down with Stephen Green, Executive Vice President, to look back at RGC in 2021 and what to look forward to in 2022. We'll also be celebrating our annual awards, announcing our work anniversaries, Success Factor Awards, and our first annual Project of the Year Award. There's much to be thankful for coming off the Thanksgiving holidays and preparing for the Christmas season. And we look forward to sharing with you all the great things happening at RGC. We hope you enjoy. Stephen, welcome to the Radio Raven Podcast. Glad to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to be here. This is awesome. Before we take a look back at 2021 and look forward to 2022, really want to learn more about you and and uh, how did you get your introduction to construction and why did you pick construction as a career path for you? Yeah, great question. Um, my dad was in construction and was a uh, subcontractor and owned a uh, fairly large uh, site work business. And although he sold that business uh, and retired from that before I was into high school age and really could be around it and understand it and all that, it, I still, that was kind of in our DNA and in our family. And we always had projects going on as a family, whether it was at the lake or on our house, you know, additions to our, our house or um, building building shops or whatever it may be. There was always a construction project going on around our house. And I was introduced to that very early and just fell in love with the process of taking nothing and making it something. And just the satisfaction that came from a job well done, from the quality that was involved in it. And growing up, I was always uh, really good. And I, I guess I still am today, just haven't done it forever, but uh, really good at drawing and could pretty much draw anything. So taking my love for, for you know, these side projects we would do and just the little bit of introduction I had to construction, um, I was part of a mechanical drawing club in high school. And so marrying those two together, my thought going to Auburn was that I wanted to be an architect. So I entered Auburn as a incoming freshman, first quarter, enrolled in the School of Architecture, took my first class called AR 100. I'll never forget it. And the, the class was around introduction to architecture, but it was really just drawing all day long drawing. I had to keep a notebook, actually went through two or three notebooks. And we had to draw two to three times a day. And I thought, man, this is this is for me. Well, what I found out very quickly is my love for something on a personal and just hobby level was not something that was going to translate into a personal, professional level. And, and that's what that class is for. So kudos to them. It weeded me out very quickly. I found out that architecture was not going to be for me, that I could not sit around and do that all day long. And actually, um, I met a guy that lived in the building that I did my first year at Auburn. And um, he was in building science, come to find out. He, he was at lunch one day and he was had a set of plans and was going through doing an estimating class. And I walked over, introduced myself, asked what he was doing. Um, he shared with me what building science was as a curriculum and, and where that would lead to a professional career. And I said, yes, that's exactly mm -hmm. what I want to do. So I switched majors immediately, got out of architecture, enrolled in building science. Um, joined the fraternity when I came to Auburn and and our advisor in the fraternity was Bill Ham, who 
was the former mayor of, of Auburn. And Bill was fraternity brothers years back with a guy who owned a uh, construction company in Birmingham called Bryce Building Company. And he made the connection and, and Bryce offered me a, a co-op position, now our internship position. Yeah. And I would work one quarter on and, and one quarter off. And I did that all through college. Took me a little longer to graduate, but um, just just fell in love with construction and, and the teamwork and the, the working on different projects and uh, actually did like some of our interns today do. And even while they're in school, I would work if I had a, a day where I didn't have class, I would work or if class ended early, I would work. We had a lot of work going on at East Alabama Medical Center. And so that led to a full time position when I graduated mm -hmm. with Bryce and turned into a 15 year career with that company before I moved on to other folks. So um, that's how I got into it. Why construction for me was your other question. And another great question. But for me, it's there's nothing else I could imagine doing. Um, I don't have to come to work every day. I get to come to work every day mm. and do this business. And as I travel and I meet folks and, and inevitably you talk about what you do for a career, what you do for a, you know, for a job, I listen to folks talk and, and, and a lot of times I hear them hesitate about what they do or, or feel like there's other things that they may rather be doing, or maybe their calling is somewhere else. And as it relates to, a profession, I know that I found my calling. Again, um, it's the the teams that are that are formed. No two projects are the same. I will tell you that some of my strongest personal relationships in life have come from relationships that were formed through construction projects mm -hmm. or through doing work with a subcontractor or an owner or an architect. So it's not just the satisfaction of, of doing what we do in the building process. It's, it's all of it together. It's the intricacies of, of taking a set of plans, putting an estimate together, the competition that's involved in winning the job, the competition that's involved in getting it built, getting it built on time, getting it built uh, safely with proper quality control, just all of it together just m makes for such an exciting uh, journey that we go on each and every day. And I just, I couldn't imagine doing anything different. As we take a look back at 2021, what were some successes, uh, challenges, lessons learned that you, that you led and, and were a part of in, in all aspects of business at Rayburn Joint Contractors? You know, I think you can't talk about 2021 without talking about the latter part of 19 and all of 20. If a generation prior to ours has gone through something like COVID-19 and the global pandemic that we experienced, I'm unaware of it. And certainly I don't think anyone has gone through something worse than what we have. So when you look at challenges, I think that goes without being said. And, and I think the answer to all three of those, the successes, the challenges and the lessons learned, they all, they all come back to me in 2021 to the same thing. And that is a global pandemic. And the challenges we all know, it's supply chain, it's uh, contracts with, with no escalation clauses, it's, it's owners who um, do not wanna give time, do not wanna spend extra dollars. Um, we all know the challenges. But to me, the, it, I wanna focus on the successes and the lessons learned because that's where we grow that's where we get better that's where we 
show that we can adapt and pivot and be successful as a business. And the success has come from, um, yes, we spent some money. We spent a fair amount of money in 2021 in um, swapping products and um, replacing subcontractors and just dollars that came associated with things that were out of our control. But we also pivoted and we learned how to sell work and buy the entire job within a couple of day process. That doesn't come without having teams and and partners in this business. And when I say partners, I mean at every aspect of the business, whether it's concrete finishers or whether it's, you know, Matt Rayburn, it's it's having the ability to get out of your comfort zone, get away from the status quo, recognize that we're in unprecedented times. You look at the retail industry, you look at fast food or or restaurants in general, you look at the automobile industry. When shutdowns occurred and when social distancing happened and when we were shut down or the country was shut down, those businesses truly shut down. Construction didn't get to. Construction and and, and healthcare, the two I can think of, of that that had to persevere and continue going. And, and we worked through contracts that we had ongoing, that we had to honor, that we had to materials we had to continue to get to the job site. We had employees, subcontractors, all the partners involved in getting a job done, keeping them healthy, keeping them safe, keeping them motivated to stay at work. I, I cannot think of any better successes than to think of how the men and women at Rayburn rallied, pivoted, and were successful in navigating through 21. It's it's not over. I think we still have another 18 to 24 months of this, but we now know how to operate in a different skin. We now know how to solve problems and protect our business and, and keep our business going. And the lessons that have been learned from all that, they're they're immeasurable. I mean, it's it's this will survive for years and years to come. It'll be rare if we see something as significant as a global pandemic again. But what we've learned is, and and some of the lessons that come out of what we've learned is that we can never be complacent. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody would have ever dreamed you would have to deal with what you're dealing with now and what the men and women here that go to work every day have to deal with. I don't even know all of some of the stories that could be told, but but we're dealing with it and we're we're getting better. We're, we're committed to our practices. We're committed to our processes. Um, and I, I'm just super proud of, of what we've accomplished, how we've dealt with it, the integrity in which we've dealt with it. Um, and just just glad to be associated with an organization that's done so well dealing with unprecedented times and issues. When you look ahead to 2022, what are you most looking forward to? Um, you know, today, Lincoln Ventures publicly announced the, the breaking ground of the Gainesville project. And there's so many opportunities that Rayburn is going after in 2022, just to, just to name one. But what, what are you most looking forward to as, as we get out of um, Auburn and into new, some new opportunities? Um, well, the way you finish that question is actually going to be some of my response to that question. It's, it's growth and it's opportunity. Um, we said two years ago that that we are choosing to be a growing, thriving business. You mentioned Auburn and getting away from Auburn. 
that growth and that opportunity does not exist in Auburn, not for a growing business of our size. We're going to do a little over 200 million this year. So to grow, it can't be done here. So we've gone to Richmond. We've gone to Austin. We're going, as you mentioned, to Gainesville. There are other jobs that we'll be mentioning in the coming weeks and months that are opportunities that hopefully will come to fruition. That needs to continue. So for the men and women in this business who recognize, have an entrepreneurial spirit, recognize the opportunity, have discussed it with their families or just recognize that it's the it's the world we live in, the industry we're all committed and devoted to. It means travel. It means um, forging new offices, new territories, new just new opportunities in general. And for those who recognize it and are committed to that personal growth, that professional growth, the opportunities are limitless. I'm just so excited to think about where we're headed, looking at the jobs that are on the the current pursuit list, looking at the clients that we're getting the opportunity to work with, um, you know, going to Texas. That's going to require several folks who are committed to going and staying and and helping us be successful in that market. And and that's that's a a market that's not going to slow down for years and years. I mean, that's 10, 15, 20 years of Mm -hmm growth opportunity for the business. So again, looking ahead to 2022, it's it's exactly what you what you said to to start the the question. Um, It's 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 getting out of our comfort zone. um, Going to new markets, John Maxwell said that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And anytime you have growth, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And that's where we are. We're committed to growth. We're committed to um, preserving a work-life balance for the for the folks that that want to take on that opportunity. Um, we're committed to, to to helping you do both. Um, but again, it's it's that's where we're headed. You've heard Matt say it many times. It's something that, that he's committed to. That this business is committed to. And um, and 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 our our best days are ahead. Thanks for sharing your perspective on that and yeah and and with our team members one thing we've done to to close out each segment of the podcast is give our team members opportunity to share anything they would like with the company um with their audience so i'll, I'll open the door up for you and and to help us close out the, this great segment on the podcast today okay well first off you know um i don't get to as many job sites as i would like to i, I really would um for a number of reasons i promise you i'm working behind the scenes but since i can't be there what i would say uh the main message i want to send is just thank you thank you to our teams thank you to our uh folks that are that are looking after quality control the folks that are looking after safety the folks that show up every day that are protecting the business again we're going through a global pandemic the stresses are immense on these jobs and all I can say is thank you. Thank you for your commitment to our processes and our procedures and helping us get better. We can't grow this business doing things the way we've always done them. And that goes for any company, um, not just Rayburn. And so we have to be better. Um, and that doesn't happen without the folks that we're speaking to that are hearing my voice on the other end of this podcast. Um, it's a tremendous thank you for everything you do. Every initiative we put out there, all the training we've put in place, you guys have embraced it. Um, you've just been champions at every every turn. It's 
it's the the way you interact with our subs and the dignity and, and the professionalism it's the way we deal with our clients um same thing just makes me so proud the reason i came to this company was because of the people first um that has not changed to this day it, it is people who run this business that build these projects that that's what we are as a construction company we're people another thing i would say is please invest in relationships please we, we've given everyone the opportunity to um to do team building events and to spend time away from job sites and again strengthen relationships god put us on this planet to do life with people and we want you to spend some money and spend some time in fellowship and strengthening relationships because that, that's what it's all about. Folks like to do business and like to work with people and like to just spend their time with folks that they enjoy. So, so build those relationships, strengthen them. And then the last thing I would say is I get the unique uh, opportunity to, to talk and it's coming up on the holiday seasons. And I would say, don't let the holiday seasons pass you by. What we do every day is important, but it's not what we're put on this earth for. We're put on this earth to, again, to do life with people to find our purpose so do not let the holiday seasons pass you by without spending time with family without spending time with friends without investing in yourself and, and spending time in reflection recharging batteries and getting ready to come back and and start what i know will be the most successful 2022 that rayburn general contractors has ever seen steven Thanks so much for being on today yeah. um, and sharing with our audience and preparing for, for 2022. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Stephen, for joining us on the Radio Raper podcast to talk about some successes, challenges, and lessons learned from 2021 and, and what we're looking forward to in 2022. At the December Project Leadership Meeting, we had the opportunity to present our annual awards, which included work anniversaries, success factor awards, and project of the year award. To start with our work anniversaries, congratulations to Robert Carroll, Jose Medina, Ricky Renfro, and Jay Thomason for 10 years at Rayburn General Contractors. I also wanna congratulate Ray Harrelson for hitting the 15 year milestone, 15 years of service. Thank you, Ray. Our 2021 Success Factor Awards included Trey Phillips and Billy Gardner for Drives for Results, Derek Maddox, Stuart Kay, Brian Platt, Chase Fuller for Strives for Improvement, Mercer Clark and Baylor Nichols for Creates Trust with Character and Action, Stephen Hemmick and Andy Zetter for Solves Complex Problems, Ricky Renfro and Blake Guthrie for Teams Up, and Jason Merchant and Joe Keller for Builds RGC People. Our first annual Project of the Year award went to here Tuscaloosa. Just steps away from Bryant Denny Stadium, this new development features 430 bedrooms, 435 parking spaces, and first class amenities throughout. This team did a great job of finishing in summer 2021, even with starting the project two months late. Congratulations to the team members that included Todd Alsobrook, Ray Avalos, Colby Brashear, Reeves Brashear, Tom Dill, Blake Guthrie, Stuart Kay, Chris Lucas, Jamison McKee, Jason Merchant, 
Blake Schaffer, Stacey Sims, Zach Spragans, Chris Thompson, Spearman Cobb, and Pat Donahoe. We would also like to recognize our success factors of the quarter nominations for Bill's RGC people. Nominated by their peers, Leslie Farrington, Jordan May, Will McMurray, and Shay Odom were selected. Congratulations. During the first week of December, two project teams celebrated the great topping out milestone. The Ascend Richmond team celebrated on December 2nd and the Auburn Football Performance Center team celebrated on December 6th. Congratulations to both teams. We also want to celebrate our December work anniversaries. Congratulations to Chris Lucas for four years of service at RGC, Jason Merchant, six years, and Ricky Renfro, 10 years at RGC. Celebrating some January birthdays as we look towards the new year, Todd Alsobrook on January 1st, Zach Spragans on January 3rd, Coleman Carraway, Josh Nooney, and David Canales, January 7th, Anton French, January 13th, Austin Morgan, the 16th, Jordan May, the 17th, Cindy Logan and Eli Waters on January 25th, Jay Thompson on the 28th, and Derek Maddox on January 31st. Thank you all for joining us today on episode five of the Radio Rayburn podcast. It's been great to kick off this new communication tool here in 2021, and we look forward to continuing to do it in 2022.